The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. Welcome to the 50th episode of Marty's Music Kitchen, where anything can happen. Today, we're taking a trip down memory lane with the entire crew. We're sharing our favorite episodes, most memorable recipes, and taking you behind the scenes for an exclusive peek into the making of this beloved podcast. Not to mention, we're cooking up appetizers, desserts, and everything in between. So come celebrate with us on this 50th episode of Marty's Music Kitchen. So hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the uh, Marty's Music Kitchen 50th episode. We're in the middle of season three, and uh, we kind of took a little hiatus in there for the pandemic. And I can't believe it's 50 episodes. Amber, can you believe it? I couldn't imagine we'd get this far. And it's it's I just I never you know you don't fathom it. I know it's so unfathomable. Unfathomable. Without fathom. A big word. So I'm here with my crew. I've got Amar Isay, who is my recording engineer, and he's been with me pretty much from almost from the beginning. From before the beginning of Marty's Music Kitchen, before it was Right, because we've known each other, other for so long. Oh. When I taught at Clackamas Community College, mm-hmm. I was an interim director of vocal jazz. Yeah. And you and I became friends there. Yes. And you were only dating your wife. Dating at the time. And now you have like a fleet of children. Fleet, one would say. A, a fleet. And the youngest one's like a And they've been, school. half of them are dispatched out in the, you know, half, in the world. Congratulations. <laughs> the other half are still in Harvard. Small army. <laughs> and then I've got Terry Briggs with me. Hello, Terry. Hello. It's so good to see you. Um, Terry hung out a lot with us uh, before the pandemic, and maybe she can hang out with us more now. Um, she did a lot of photography. She helped with scheduling. She's been like, especially in the early days, just like a major backbone of the show, so I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, thank me you. too. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you for and putting then I've, us on. I've got Kristen Bellings here with us. Hello. Hi, Kristen. Hi, and, hi. Um, Kristen and was actually part of the Sterella Sisters interview, mm-hmm. and then when I started working with Joni, who I'll get to in a second, <gasps> she recommended mm-hmm. Kristen. She said, you know, she's a fabulous cook, and she could help us format the recipes for the first cookbook. Mm. That's how Kristen and I kind of got started getting to know each other and we've kind of slowly been getting so that she can also help me with some of the stuff because Marty's Music Kitchen is a small little monster. It's a multi-headed hydra and it takes a lot to do the show. It needs a team. You, got, takes, you need a village. I need a village, that's right. And then I'm here also with Donnie DeRoshi. Uh, Joni, did I say Doni? Doni, Doni, <laughs> Doni. I'm like, what now? Joni, uh, and Joni has done, I don't know, video. She, you've edited my first cookbook. You're working on my uh, season two cookbook right now, as is Kristen. Uh, we're gonna do a friends and family cookbook eventually. And I got you, I think, from a recommendation, and I knew you from Tony Starlight. And I think my ex-husband sent you to me. Oh, Ken DeRoshi. Yeah. Who's also been on the show. Yeah. That was a fun interview. I think he's was the first contact. Was he really? Yeah. Well, I am grateful to Ken DeRoshi yeah. for sending me to Joni, ah, not Doni, Doni, but you know, Joni Doni. It's my sweet nickname for you. Boboni, okay. no, I'm just kidding. Boboni. 
And I have a question though. What? What's is your one question? Is one of these mine? Because there's five. Okay. That one's oh, your. Yes, here. Actually, um, Amber, what are we drinking right now? Ah, yes. So this is um, brought to you by Mr. John Dover. His, the John Dover episode. The John Dover episode. This is his dirty pina colada. Should we do it? Uh, Cheers. And so here's to uh, the 50th. Uh, clink, episode. Clink, right? <laughs> Congratulations. And cheers. cheers. We're also, um, tell me oh. more about that drink in a second. Yes. We're also um, toasting Tom Bowers, who is my amazing audio editor in LA. So, hi, Tom. Greetings and salutations, music kitchen peeps. Uh, yeah, and I appreciate you toasting with us. So, Amber, what are we drinking? So, John Dover's Dirty Pina Colada, if I remember right. This was, I saw this. And I'm like, I have got to make this. Super, super simple. And I like it because there's not a lot of sugar in it. It's yeah. just the alcohol. It's simply whatever canned pineapple you can get a hold of, a bottle of Malibu, and ice. And blend the living life out of it. So easy. Oh my gosh. It's just three ingredients and boom, done. I love it. I didn't know I was worried about that that was going right? to take you a long time to no, make. No, that's why I love this and thing. I'm this like, is great. Well, that's and mine doesn't have any alcohol awesome. on it. It's I've made delicious. a couple of virgin ones. It's there's still a couple delicious. of virgin ones, and then there's a couple not so virgin. Yeah. Thank you, John Dover. This <laughs> Thank is you, John delicious. Dover. It's really good. Yeah, that was, was a really good really episode. Um, he played trumpet. He's yes. a trumpet player. He's also a comic book author and now novellas. And his main character is. Um, you know, like a kind of a noir detective that happens to play trumpet. It's like oh. his alter ego, right? <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, his wife is a babe and, you know, his alter ego is often with babes that, you know, yeah. and just so, yeah, it all works out. Good call, right? Yeah. I'm right, sure that right, that right what you know. That's right. So, <laughs> anyway, um, we have a, we're, we're like going to be talking about our favorite episodes and what our favorite foods, our favorite moments, all kinds of things. And before we get to Tom, I am gonna drop the scallops because I'm actually making uh, scallops with lemon, wine, and butter over a cauliflower risotto. So it's gonna be noisy here for a second, uh, but it's gonna be delicious, so there you go. And my oven, my stove is super hot. So, um, Tom, while I'm cooking these scallops up, you have been my editor now for quite a few episodes. And I'm just going to say, you're like the Porsche. Or no, what's a, what's a really fancy, you're like the Lamborghini of <laughs> audio editors because, oh my God. I'll take it. I, I, I used to go through like pages of edits. Like I would listen to every episode. I'd have like upwards of like 15 pages of edits. And then the first episode I ever got from you um, after Joni introduced us, um, I literally made like two edits. And I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? How can I, how can I retain him forever? So you've been a huge addition to the show. Um, and I'm so appreciative of your skill set. Well, thank you very much. Uh a lot of it's just experience. I've been doing this a long time. And uh, I think one of the first conversations you and I had, Marty, was you you talked about it. Like, I have to give so many notes all the time. And what I want you to do is maybe attempt to read my mind a little bit. And I thought, well, okay, I'm up for that. And uh, I think it's worked out pretty well so far. Yeah, it's like, you're pretty amazing. I don't even remember that. I kind of remember that conversation. But... I've recommended him 
because he's also a musician. Joni he, says you're also, also a musician. musician. Tell me about your music. Uh, well, my primary instrument is the bass guitar. Um, I dabble in some other things. I play a little piano. Uh, I sing. I write songs. Uh, my main outlet is a, a band called Sons of Nothing. Uh, we're a rock band with um, sort of prog, progressive rock flourishes around the edges. We, we bill ourselves as pop tunes with a prog twist. So whatever that is. Uh, we've been around for a while. We just celebrated our 20th anniversary, which is kind of scary. Uh, but it's myself and my partner, uh, Matt Meldrum, who is a uh, also a multi-instrumentalist and a singer-songwriter and an incredible talent, way more skilled at most things than I am. Uh, and we write songs. We make records. We don't do concerts that much anymore, but I'd really like to get back to that one day. But besides that, I have played on a lot of different records, uh, friends, friends of friends, studio session stuff, and you know, primarily as a bass player. And you played bass on my son Henry's song, two songs. Yes, I did. And I had a great time doing that. Really? Yep. That is, I really didn't realize that you were such a good musician. I'm good. It's, but have strings will travel. That's He's my thing. a pretty thing. amazing bass player. That is pretty amazing. How yeah. many times can we say pretty amazing on this show? <laughs> Actually, it's kind of funny because pre-you, Tom, in my very first episode, uh, I went to edit. I got the raw track, like we used to, and I edited it, and I said the word fantastic 17 times in the show. <laughs> and so now the joke is, because I always go, oh, that's fantastic. That's really an ode to having to, I, I could only have, I could have all but three edited out. There were three Fantastics in that show. <laughs> so, you know, you get on those yeah. word things, you don't even realize. It's a drinking game. Oh, that's okay. Fantastic. Totally. And cheers. There we go. Yeah, there's nothing quite like staring into the abyss of your own conversational bad habits. Uh, but, you know, I've been podcasting for 15 years now, and you eventually just sort of get over it and get on with it. Well, tell us about your podcasts. Podcasting, yes. Well, uh, there are two uh, main ones. The first one is The Spoon. Uh, it is hosted by Robbie Rist, who is an actor and musician. You may know him from uh, such pop culture phenomena as The Brady Bunch, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Sharknado, Doc McStuffins. Uh, he is uh, a friend of mine for many years now, and he and our friend Chris Jackson host this show. And it's basically just three guys in a room talking about whatever's on their minds that day and with various degrees of wackiness and seriousness. M Marty, you've been on the show. You, I you, have actually been. I was, oh, that's right. It was an honor to be on the show. That was during my season one cookbook launch. I was doing uh, some tours of some podcasts, and I was very honored to be right. on the show. And it was a lot of fun. We put you through that gauntlet, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Robbie's uh, great. When the show started, we were all living in the same town, and so we would be in the same room doing the show, and now we're scattered to the four winds, so we do it on Zoom, like kind of like we're doing right now, where we're just big floaty heads uh, looking at each other. Um, but that's kind of the main thrust of the show now, is just this is how we keep our friendship together and check in on each other. And we do have guests, of course, as well from time to time, but that's... That's the spoon, and it's uh, it's magical. I really love it. The other show is called Super Enthusiast Radio, and it's a little more focused. It's um, pop culture, media, fan culture, things like that. 
And uh, it doesn't uh, happen as often as the spoon does. The spoon comes out every week, rain or shine, but Super Enthusiast Radio has been on this sort of patchy hiatus for the last little while, but it's a lot of fun as well. Uh, my co-host, uh, Travis Coleman, and I just let our nerd flag fly, and it's it's great. I love that. Well, um, I know um, you've been editing some of the episodes. What are some, I mean, do you have a, a few favorites? Well, I, I dig the show, I mean, just in its own right. Uh, besides being a cool gig, it's also I just I don't cook very much myself, but I'm a big fan of cooking shows. So the fact that that's happening and then also it's primarily interviews with musicians and artists of various kinds. I just thought that's, you know, that's a great combo. Uh, so I think mostly what I've enjoyed about it as a listening experience is getting to know the music scene in the Pacific Northwest in ways that maybe I didn't really know beforehand because I'm, you know, I primarily come in through the pop rock uh, genre, but there's so much diversity on the show. There's, you know, jazz and blues and uh, uh, folk and uh, Zydeco and show tunes and this whole gamut of musicians that you have uh, on, which is really, really awesome. Uh, one of the ones, uh, the shoehorn episode, like that knocked me down. That was so outstanding. I just, it was something that I didn't even know existed, that kind of performance. And then to go from complete ignorance of it to a complete fan of it within the space of just a few minutes was was pretty remarkable. Uh, what else? Uh, Jenny Conley was great. And uh, the, the Cider Janes was great. And this latest one that you did um, with Sherry Somerville, where it was much more personal because you've been friends with her for a long time. That was really cool to get all of that sort of baked in, so to speak, to the uh, the show. Um, but as far as, as editing the show, it was really interesting because this is the first podcast I've edited that I wasn't involved in recording. So I never knew what I was going to get from week to week when things would come in. And it was a new thing every time. You're going to a new space every time. And I really got to commend you, Amr, for um, being able to wrangle all of that because you, you've got a different room to deal with every time. You have different people and all this stuff with the gear. And it's it's a real uh, juggling act that you've got to deal with. And then, you know, of course, you pass the savings along to me and then I have to deal with it. So there have been some that have been more challenging than others. There was the, uh, I believe, the, the food truck with the latkes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. those are up one. That was a special kind of of uh, of challenge to uh, go at because there was so many environmental factors going on there with the traffic and the the space being different from place to place and all of that. I know, and Joni's cameras. <laughs> Beep. I'm like, what is that? Internally, I'm going, I'm freaking out I because there's camera I noise. I didn't have, and the camera kept going off. So. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Uh, I, th so I feel cool. like we all deserve a medal uh, for making that one listenable. Um, not that it wasn't not a, gr a great story, and I, I assume great food. I wasn't there to taste it. It was delicious. But, uh, but <laughs> as a piece of audio production, that was um, that took that took some doing. Uh, so I'm really proud of that. And then just you know, if I can brag on my own gig for a second here, um, I'm also really proud of. There was a a thing in the Cider Janes episode that. Uh, there were some vocals going on in the room. The, there were two songs performed. And in one case, one of the singers in the group had a cough. Uh, there was something in their throat. And there was a really loud 
uh, noticeable throat clearing in the middle of one of the songs. I took the same, I don't know, maybe two beats from the earlier version of that verse and stuck it into the second version of the verse. Oh my and God. no one noticed. It nice. was just, uh, it was smooth sailing all the way through and uh, well, you're welcome. That's, I, happen uh, to that's know, yeah. I happen to know Naomi uh, LaViolette from the Cider James actually does listen to the show. She's a fan and uh, she um, definitely is gonna find that very amusing. <laughs> so, I have the unedited one on my blackmail reel. Like, like all the times you say, fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Well, I do appreciate you editing out my, you know, every time, because you just don't realize, you don't realize in everyday speech, there are words that become popular and not popular, you know, as you go. And that is, that, that just happened to be the word. And that's, a, you know, even we joke about that during my day job of, that's fantastic, you know what I mean? So they all know. Yeah, to, to say nothing of the audible pauses, the ums and uhs and yeahs and you knows and likes and things like that, that of course we don't notice because they're just part of the rhythm of our speech sometimes. Well, Tom, thank you so much. Um, we just, I'm sorry to say that um, we're in Oregon and you're in LA because I just pulled off my cauliflower risotto and I want to uh, with scallops in it and I'm gonna I'm gonna dish some up here it's also got a lemon butter sauce to it here I'm gonna I'm gonna dish you all up a little bit of it someone gets the like the real nummy brown stuff it has no butter in it because Kristen is dairy free right yes that was so sweet of you to do that and for me. usually um, and I made it while we were talking because it is like from the freezer, the cauliflower risotto, I get it, um, it's like green giant. Um, it's got asparagus and I think mushrooms in it. And then it's cauliflower, so it has no guilt. And I literally thawed the scallops underwater before I um, cooked them up. Just put the cauliflower risotto from the freezer in the pan with a little bit of garlic salt and pepper and then i had the scallops going in the other plan um, about a couple minutes on uh one side about three minutes on the other and i usually do it in a mix of olive oil and butter because you get the flavor of the butter but you don't get the fat you don't get as much of the fat so i do that um i take the scallops out of the pan once they're kind of browned up a little bit and i usually put in olive oil and butter and then uh, garlic, about five cloves of garlic. Kind of stir it around, not a long time because you don't want to overcook garlic. So about 30 seconds whenever you throw garlic in the pan. And then I put in lemon juice, just a little bit, like a couple of teaspoons. And then you put in white wine. So my trick is, I'm going to show you guys what I got here. Um, I have this little tiny butter uh, bottle of <laughs> wine that you get like in a six pack in Fred Meyer or something, something. And I keep these in my fridge or in my cupboard. So I use about a half a bottle of this That's in it. That's so smart. I never make dishes that, that, that require wine because I'm like, I don't have wine And then around. look, I don't this is what I do with it. Yeah, who has leftover wine? I would have never thought of that. Yeah, and then my other, I mean, if you guys listen to the podcast, you know I'm all about speed, right? Because when I come, when I'm tired at the end of the day, I don't want to spend time chopping. So I get the gourmet garden chunky garlic that comes in a tube, which lasts forever. And about a teaspoon is a, um, uh, about a clove of garlic. 
So I just squeezed five big things in there, and there you go. So anyway, um, Tom, wow. I'm sorry you can't try this, but if you, why don't you guys all try your risotto? There's forks around here, and I'm gonna. Eat yeah, this. I'm just over. I'm just over here seething with envy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna eat the scallop that fell on the ground. <laughs> and it's just as good. The five thousand second. Mm. Yeah. So here's mm -hmm. a. The Do you want the, the crusty? Because that's the deliciousness. It's kind of amazing. I feel bad that okay, I took good. all of it. <laughs> you got it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Potholders are over there. So anyway, this is the dish I thought I'd make for you. Now, I was going to make the cauliflower risotto with meatballs, but we just had meatballs on the Sherry Somerville episode, mm. and I didn't want to, you know, have meatballs twice in a row. But I get the frozen meatballs, I throw them in the oven, I cook them up, and then... I make kind of an onion flavor rich, kind of a brown gravy mm. that isn't a ton of calories to go with the cauliflower risotto. So I put the meatballs in there, I heat them up and after I've already cooked them in the oven and then throw that on the risotto. And it's also a hit at my household. Mm -hmm. As well, it should be. Great. So. Really good. Sounds, sounds great, yeah. yeah. Sorry, uh, and of course, you know, you, you talked about it in the, in the Somerville episode. So you didn't want to back down, as uh, as a great man once said, you don't want to let down a guarantees. So that's uh, right. important. <laughs> well, um, Tom, I know um, you're on uh, LA time. Yeah, I'm uh, about to turn into a pumpkin over here, so I got to go. But it's been great talking with you all. Great to see you all. Um, congratulations on 50 episodes. And, of course, this episode will be its own special challenge, and we'll work on that, too. Yes. Five five voices plus you. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. Sounds and, like a party. All right. Well, hey, Tom, thanks so much for joining us. We'll, we'll catch you on the flip Bye, side. Bye, Tom. Come visit. Bye, Sounds guys. Good. Bye, Tom. Bye-bye. Bye, Tom. All right. But everybody else can stay. So there you go. Everybody else can stay with me. Um, so right now, um, Joni the Amazing. Um, Joni, you do audio, right? I mean, you do video. Yes. Why am I saying audio? I don't want ever to do audio. It's Your a purse. Joni does video, but Doni does audio. <laughs> yes. I, I change into a cape. This needs more wine. Now that I've tasted it, I wish I'd put more wine in it and less lemon. Um, but, and also I wish that I just put the scallops with the sauce over the risotto instead of mixing it in. But, you know, it is what it is. It's always going to be delicious. So anyway, Joni, yeah? you do an amazing, amazing job of, you know, taking care of whatever. You're like my, someone said you're just a Swiss knife. Um, oh, the Swiss army you're knife. You're my Swiss army knife because you do a little bit of everything. And oh. I so appreciate you. I am, what is the expression? Jack of all trades and master of none. Maybe that's it. No, you're definitely a masterful woman. So tell me, you've got a streaming show, right? I have a couple. I like to stream on Twitch, which is a platform that's like YouTube, but not. It's a little different. It's more all live all the time. It's live broadcasting. Nice. And I do a show called The Smash Up Show that I do with my friend Craig. He's a pianist. Woohoo! And <laughs> I've heard this show is very popular. Well, you're gonna be, you're gonna be modest on me. No, it's just, we get like eight to ten viewers, maybe. <laughs> Something about the Twitch platform is a barrier. People are like afraid of it. Of Twitch? Like, yeah, and it's like, Craig has a lot of older 
lady fans and trying to get them to look at it over there. They're just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But um, so it's a it's a younger huh. crowd over there. Yeah. But well, that's I'm super proud of you that you do those two things. I didn't even tell you the other one. Oh, what's your other one? <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> um, the other one's already know. The other one's VC archives, which is know. it's all VHS programming. So cool. Vintage VHS mostly, well, right? Well, there's, I don't think there's any not vintage VHS. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is it's a good point. <laughs> you know what, Johnny? That is fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of vintage, should I tell you what yeah. I made? So we just pulled look out at, of the, the Johnny's stuff out of the, food. oh wait, I need to take a picture. Right. And what are they? So these are wiener wraps. Mm. So, um, I'm into it. When we started, when we, we're putting this thing together. I was like, I don't know what to make because I don't, I don't like create dishes. I don't have dishes. You know, I follow instructions on a package and I look up recipes on the internet and I don't. So I didn't really know what to do. And I That's started, okay. So I thought, well, is there any like family dish? And I, I was thinking about my mom and she didn't really like to cook either. And she made like microwave food. And, and, I, and then I thought about the wiener wraps. And I'm wiener like, oh wraps. My God, I'm gonna make the wiener wraps, and they look so delightful. This is, this is a three three ingredients. It's the Pillsbury um, crescent rolls, okay, and a hot dog. Yep, and Velveeta cheese. Oh my gosh! It's gotta be Velveeta cheese, which you can't have. No, no we'll I have can't to have dig it, in but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try one. I'm living vicariously through you. But all. wait, but there's a mandatory sing-along. Okay, what's the sing-along? There's a sing-along? No, look, most people would call these pigs in a blanket, right? But we called them wiener wraps because we were kids and that was hilarious. Yes. But here's what you got to sing the song. Everybody has to do it with me. Okay, right? mandatory, all right. Okay. A wiener wrap, 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 all right, here we go. Wiener wrap, ready? A wiener wrap, a wiener wrap, a wiener wrap, a wiener wrap, wiener wrap, How's that? That was fantastic. Oh my God, we're gonna get our audience saying fantastic. I have an older brother who did then and still turns everything into a musical number. There you go. Actually. He you know, um, this was some, actually pretty good. Look, I want some mustard for mine. Though. Oh yeah, mustard left side, other left, other in the left. door. Oh my gosh! I told you, I think I emailed you. I'm like, it's gotta Shake be like it. plain yellow mustard. Shake it hard, man. Shake it. It can't be fancy. It's good. I actually. No great you, you guys, does anybody else want to try one? Because they Heck actually yeah. look pretty good. I'm not good. gonna take it personally if you don't. Heck no. I mean, it. she made the. Do I look like a man that can turn down a wiener wrap? I just wanted to make everybody sing the wiener wrap song. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Goal, and it worked. That's okay. It was a it was a delightful requirement of the wiener wrap song. How's the mustard? Mm. Oh man, this is good as I remember. It's actually not bad. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want the Velveeta. You were Forty years ago, maybe. <laughs> oh wow, ultimate comfort. You know, there is a really great Velveeta. Oh. 
uh, recipe that um, you had like, I mean, off the top of my head, this was really popular. Sorry, Amber, I didn't realize you needed the mustard. You put a, you chop a block of Velveeta into um, cubes, throw it in there with a jar of salsa, and uh, chop a thing of cream cheese into cubes, and you crock pot that up. And I don't know why that always tasted so delicious to me. It was kind of like a queso. Velveeta and cream cheese and salsa. Yep, that's it. possible by patrons on patreon.com forward slash Marty Mendenhall. Thank you so much for being part of this extraordinary journey. We can't wait to bring you even more culinary and musical delights in the episodes to come. So Amor. Amor. Um, you know, I, I love that you are on the show, uh, have been on the show so long with me because I know you are infamous for going home and then uh, the next day, you send me a picture of whatever we cooked on the show the day before. Yes. And that happens all the time. Yes. Your family actually experiences our recipes yes. vicariously through you. Oh, heck yeah. What are your, some of, of your favorite uh, show recipes to make? I love cooking. What did I make? So a little bit of backstory. I have a coworker um, that is very living gluten-free can't have any gluten so right it's always been my challenge because she always sees me having tons of food at work it's like oh i can't eat that oh i can't eat that oh i can't Aww. eat that so and i remembered i said wait a minute i think tony starlight one show made a gluten-free recipe he, and lo and behold i brought did. the recipe to her and she read it over and her face lit up <gasps> i can eat this <laughs> <laughs> there's no gluten in it and so um, when she said that, I'm like, okay, guess what I'm making? I came home the other night and um, lo and behold, my son, my 19 year old had found the recipe on the table. And I found him with an apron and raw chicken and what? cauliflower <laughs> and broccoli all chopped up great. and all over the kitchen. I'm like, all right, I guess I don't have to make it. He made it for me. But yeah, we love cooking the recipes because it's, most of them are pretty easy. 
the kids like to be in the kitchen uh -huh. and I like I like quick food I mean as much as I love to like prepare a meal if it takes more than 30 minutes or so I'm like yeah. eh, I've lost yeah. interest I'm like eh. yeah but yeah so the last one I made was Tony Starlight's um, uh, if I remember the name right it was it was chicken cauliflower casserole yeah and it was delicious oh my gosh it was he fabulous. also made bread on that episode oh the garlic bread he made yeah, keto garlic, garlic bread. bread that was so good yes and it didn't take him long to make he made it without wheat in the microwave i know can you that's believe what that? blew me away was in the fact like did you just put a loaf of bread in the and like oh look in at the that. cup it's we, like a mug cake only for bread yes um he didn't use wheat but he did use nope. butter sorry to say oh um I yeah every margarine for that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah but you could probably Substitute. find a oh yeah mm -hmm. and then he sliced it mm -hmm. and he put um uh, he put it in the oven and, and then toasted more it. butter, more garlic, and yeah. then toasted it and in the oven. Because he was keto, he still yeah. is keto. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty amazing. Yeah. I also remember that um, the next day or shortly thereafter from the Sister Mercy episode. <laughs> what did you mm. make? Pardon me, I made migas. Migas. Mm. So that was a breakfast food. Mm. Out of all the foods, my favorite is breakfast. Yeah. Whether it's French toast, but migas was great. Because I'm looking like, wait a minute, I've got salsa, I've got eggs, right? I've got tortillas, right? I just got to put it all together, ah. and it was it gives you that you fry the tortillas, right, in the pan, right, gives you a nice little crisp to it. You throw the eggs in, get the eggs going, and then you put fresh salsa on top, cover it in cheese, and let it sit for a few minutes. And that it's salsa so was good. so good with all that cilantro. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, that right. That was and really good. That was the episode, it was Christmas time, <clears throat> and Terry filmed the, they did a live performance for us, which a lot of our guests do if they're musicians. Yep. And they did a, an incredible performance, and Terry did this moving around with the camera. It was just the perfect video. It's on yeah, It's it was, on YouTube now, mm -hmm. a little bit, really on the... Episode. Marty Mandenhall channel on YouTube. It was a really special. That was one of those challenging ones because there was like 15 people there. Yeah. It wasn't just. Madness. Right. No. It the was, two leads. Yeah. It was the band. Yeah. Yeah. The band <laughs> and, the and some singer. guests. Mm -hmm. so. and, <laughs> and passing the microphone. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was, that was crazy. when we were still wired and not wireless. So I was like, okay, hold on. That's right. I, We've advanced a lot in the technology. Yes. Thanks to you over the years uh, with the wired and wireless. Yeah, the more moving around, the less wires we needed to have. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so impressed with your recording skills and um, you've, you know, really improved our technology. And, um, you know, more than that, you're just one of my really good friends. And oh, I, thank I you. appreciate you you're as a person. And, and I'm just, you know, I'm just so lucky to have all of you um, contributing in one way or another. I'm just so appreciative, so. Well, I like contributing. Can I tell thank a story? You. Thank you. Yes, please, Johnny, too. The first time I met you. Yes. Was at that very intense experience we had at that studio doing the book the release. The cookbook release mm -hmm. video. And I was. Oh, yeah. Freaking out. Yeah. Because everything, <laughs> everything, oh my God. Everything was wrong. wrong. And you walked in and. I think I told you this, like, as soon as you walked in, I was like, for some reason, I feel like everything's going to be all right now. That's because he has that. He, <laughs> he always makes me feel like that. Like, it's all going to be okay. Yeah, like, um, you know, here I am to say that. Like, you just have that vibe. <laughs> Thank you. He's very That's grounded. Wow. Well, thank you. It, but you didn't even say anything. It just is there. Thank I don't you. know what you call that, but it's just like, you feel like calm. Well, and you kind of saved the day. 
because it was really chaotic that day, oh. and there were some problems with the location that we didn't anticipate, <laughs> with the sound <laughs> bouncing off the floor, and they hadn't done something similar to that oh. in that. And you took over. And in fact, my mic quit working at one point, and then all of a sudden, yeah. You like appeared and you just went up, you took control, you went up, you found the cord, you're just like, I'm just gonna do it. And you fixed it on the fly in the middle of the show when someone's mic went down and I just like, wow, what a what a skill set. Just a very soothing and calm presence. Thank and you're you. like, I can fix yeah. this. Because yeah. no one else knew how to do it. <laughs> Everybody's freaking out all around you. And so I'm so glad you were there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Years and years of, yeah, of, of live, right. on the fly. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to move so over. So what? Only six channels? Only eight people? That's fine. I don't yeah, have to no. worry about a 32-channel <laughs> board. And... Yeah, I'm, it's always a surprise <laughs> for you, isn't it? I always try to give you a heads up. Hey, uh, we're going to be interviewing a five-piece band. And, hey, they're going to play live. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, Redbird was easy. That was just guitar and vocal. I'm trying to think. Awesome. The probably that one of the, the more purpose. the tougher yeah. one was um, the Colin Trio, the because Colin that was so great. they had drums, they had electric bass, they had electric piano. There was a PA system. And we were in a house. In her house, yes. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> it worked out great. He made halibut in a hundred year old cast iron pan mm -hmm. that was his grandmother's. And there in the first, that's in the season one cookbook, yep. that recipe, it broke my heart because he cooked up this gorgeous piece of tuna in that cast iron skillet and then cut it up into little pieces and mixed it for the tuna salad sandwich. And it was like, it was a tuna melt. A tuna melt, yeah. yeah. It was so it was good, delicious. it was just so good. So anyway, I'm gonna move over to Kristen because Kristen, um, first of all, would you just, Show us the first layer so that I, I can't sure. wait to dig into this dish. <laughs> so, um, so we have my deviled eggs, Kristen's showboat deviled eggs. Showboat deviled eggs, which you shared on the Storella sisters interview. Yes, in season um, two. In season two, that's that yep. cookbook's coming out soon. Yes, um, and so. These are essentially the same, although you know how you have a bad hair day? Today was yes. kind of a bad egg day. No! The eggs oh. are not bad, but I think I blended them a little long, and so they're just hair broken, if you know what I mean. Like the, the, the yolks are just not, they so are not the texture that I would, you know what, like my, like my mother-in-law says, it's not my best work. Oh, oh. So, but they're, they still taste oh, the they same. Look so good. They're not too bad. Ooh. So, uh, uh, please I, help yourself. We you actually will. postponed the show a week because you got a cold. Yes, I did. And, I, and you were like, you can have the show without me. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, no, we can't because these are, these are the most amazing deviled eggs I had ever tasted. Wow, ever. thank you. And I like, oh my God, here, dig in, dig in, Help eat one yourself. because. I'm gonna eat this ugly one here. Okay, so. Oh my. Um, I've been working on these for about. How do you do that? They're so good. Thank you, well, it, they've got like 17 ingredients for one mm. thing, a mm. little of everything and. Oh my gosh, I do like mayonnaise. There and it that's is. It. And, oh, and well, the list. <laughs> and and simple is good too. Oh, so good. But there's something, yeah, just adding a lot of different little spice, you know, little bits of different kinds of spices. And this time I just did capers, but you, my favorite is to put frizzled onion, like minced, very finely minced. 
onion cooked in, like I usually do avocado oil, cook it down until it's like really brown, not burnt, but it just, you cook and cook and cook and babysit it for a while and it, it desiccates the onion. And that, that sounds is, really good. It's, a, it's an excellent topper. You know, wow. when you work on something for a really long time and, and try to hone your craft, I guess, I guess it gets a little better all the time, I, I hope. So, I mean. Before, in the Sterella Sisters show. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, mm. you are a Sterella sister. I am. You are, this is like, if you picture like Bing Crosby, uh, White Christmas, when the dancers with the big feathers come out, yeah. and then they've got the gorgeous long legs and all that. That's you. Yep. <laughs> and that's the Sterella sister. I mean, so you just it, got this it, classic beauty. We and you dance oh, thank and you move and we enjoy doing what we do so very much. That is our our everyday lives do not include a lot of glamour, but <laughs> that is how we insert glamour into our lives is to uh, it is very get glamorous. dressed up. We'll be you know, we do fundraisers and all kinds of galas and or and all kinds of things, though. You know, sometimes it'll be a private party where somebody just wants some dancers to come along and mingle with the folks. And so that's what we do, too. But whatever they need us to do, get dressed up and add a little sparkle to an event. And that's what we like to do. You know, and I, I, I'm, we've hired you before um, when... My partner Todd was um, the potentate for the Alcator Shriners, mm -hmm. which is the mm -hmm. most of Oregon, and that means like he was the CEO for a year. And we travel everywhere to promote the Shriners Hospital, where the kids can get care for free. And what the Shriners do is raise money for that hospital. And uh, we had a potentate's ball that year, and yes. we hired Tony Starlight and the Starla Sisters oh, for the show. And people danced. I mean, they were there until the very last hour. And Tony did this huge show. And you guys danced. And you mm -hmm. came out. I've got photographs with you with the big feathers and fans. And you had little trays. And you were selling our playing cards and yeah, stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. Oh, we had such a good time. And I feel like that maybe I had met you before then. But my, my, my memory tells me that I met you there yeah. and then at that event. That is how we met. Yeah. And then eventually you guys were on the show. Yeah, yeah. And we had such a great time, all of yeah. us. All loved. like there a gazillion dishes and everything. There were so, <laughs> so many dishes. And the cocktails, and beautiful cocktails. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'd forgotten about that, Terry. Yeah, I kind of went on at length about the double eggs, in fact. I, so <laughs> you said at that time there was a secret ingredient in this egg that you couldn't tell me. I, I can't tell anybody. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is it driving you serious? This is your this third, is third like, attempt oh. to get her to tell you. Are you serious? You're not going to tell me? The She's not. I can't tell anyone. Oh, you've got to tell me the secret ingredient. Well, I'm telling you so many other amazing oh. ingredients. Oh, man. I, I keep I, thinking maybe it's liquid smoke. I keep thinking no, no, there maybe is, it's... Well, liquid smoke is, that's not, is not, not, not a secret not the magic. Oh, well. Yeah. I don't know what the magic is, but Kristen, they're delicious. They delicious. Oh, well, What's I have a little surprise here. I oh, also... my God. What is that? <gasps> so a lot of folks have been deep frying the whites. Oh, uh, like, wow. Kind of like... Oh, my gosh. Not batter. What would be the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
<clears throat> like it's often with panko crumbs. Oh, coating. But coating, yes, and then frying them. In See? this case, I used, I used pork rinds. Oh my god! <laughs> because I can't have panko, so this is. And you needed to make it crunchy. Yes. What so a clever substitution. Dredged in. Um, let me think here. Cassava flour first, and then a beaten egg, a raw egg. So egg in more egg, <laughs> and then the the chicharron, the wow. the pork rinds. So definitely not a low cal situation. I'm gonna but... eat one. I don't care. I mean, I'm gonna take the brownest one available. I'm gonna take the next brownest. I don't know. I, I honestly, I've never made them before. This well, is my first time. I tried so you see if you, you want it, get in there. I, I tried one at home. And so so now they've kind of sat and they're not as crunchy as I would have liked them to be because I had to refrigerate them. Mm, they're good. But I think not sealed up and stuck in the fridge for a while would have been better because they were definitely crunchy when I first made them. Mm. Um, yeah, they're still good. It's yeah, good, no, it's it like good. it's like okay when you make a fried egg and there's that lacy, edgy bits mm -hmm. that get like mm -hmm. overcooked mm -hmm. and they're and it's like the best part. Mm. Just make you know, think of that. what do you think, Terry? Really good. Mm. Of course, good. I caught her right when she put it in her mouth. But yeah, I think for transport, I think that's a home dish. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm yeah, I, I mean, can't. I, I can't. The same. <clears throat> yeah, these would have been. This is I. I wind up taking my usual ones anywhere and everywhere to picnics and get-togethers and whatever. But yeah, I think this. If I'm doing them at home, I might and have an extra hour to do it. To get cr the crisp, I bet. Yeah, but I mean, I it's thought, still delicious. I was so curious when I saw it's that so people were deep frying them. I thought I had to try it, and where better place to do it but here? Right. Mm, so that is really good. Um, well, thank you for making those. Mm -hmm. um, and now we're going to move to the dessert section, mm. which means, hello, Terry. Terry has this lovely egg. dish. It's got, I can't, it's like a star with some kind of a flake. I guess it could be snowflakes in it. Pan? Yeah, sort but of. But they look so delicate and it's beautiful. beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's a pan my uh, mother-in-law had given me for my birthday a couple of years ago. And when we were going to meet last week, it was just a couple of days before the anniversary of her passing. And um, so I thought, I'm going to use, you know, Aww. use her pan and make the shortbread. And I used to make shortbread growing up. I mean, my grandmother always made shortbread at Christmas time. And so we've always made shortbread at Christmas time. I make it throughout the year, too. But um, my mother also passed a year ago. So I was kind of like, OK, I'm going to honor both moms Aww. in my life, you know, with shortbread that happened to be with, you know, because this pan came with the recipe for shortbread, so. Can I hold it? I want to see. That yeah. is super How special. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like heavy? Ooh. It's it's not really it's heavy. Not, it's just it's a little not, bit. That's not heavy, but it's not heavy. But that's heavy as a pan goes. That's heavy. Yeah. It's, it's so stink. beautiful. Yeah. And right. I used to make her cookies because she didn't. She was a fabulous cook. Everything she made was good. It wasn't, you know, flashy gourmet cooking, but everything was so. She just cooked everything just perfectly. It's but so But she never lovely. made cookies for the holidays because she was making the entire meal. And um, so I would always bring her a tray of cookies. <laughs> and so when she gave me this pan, I had to, you know, make her Aww. a, make her a, my, so my, my grandmother and my mother were purists that shortbread is 
plain shortbread. My sister and I, however, love to add chocolate to it. Mm. So, what? <laughs> chocolate? So it's, so it's chocolate chip shortbread. Is the shortbread That's hard to make? Call. No, it's so easy. All it is is butter, sugar, vanilla, and flour. You had me at butter. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's super easy. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, somebody else mm -hmm, with me, because that's pretty good. Ooh. But mm. I have to say, it's with this semolina is... flour, which um, my daughter swore when she bought this flour that, yeah, it's just, it's just you know, organic white flour. Um, she gets flour, she wants to get the flour from Italy um, uh -huh. because it's not as modified as the flour that you have here. <laughs> and anyway, semolina is not like white flour so I don't know how this is it literally melts in your mouth because mm. it's sort of the consistency of it's a little bit gritty like a really oh. fine cornmeal grit mm. yeah um, this literally is so, so perfect it's just yeah. crumbly so and I didn't light. know how it would do for these cookies but I had because I had no time to do anything differently so mm. Kristen, are you jealous? Yes, so I am living, mm. well, here, not living vicariously because I am actually taking a forkful and smelling it. Oh. <laughs> there are other ways to consume besides putting it in your Very mouth. Very true. Ooh, what we call living on the edge. Butter. Oh, so good. <laughs> and that chocolate, I can smell the chocolate in there too. That's going. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. This is uh, going very well with the. Uh, the bottom of this lazy man's dirty margarita. <laughs> mm. And I can just keep on smelling it all night. <laughs> and you're not tempted to eat it? Nowadays I'm not. Once upon a time I would have been, but I have learned I don't have to put something in my mouth and chew it in order to still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds really strange. No, it doesn't. I often will do that. It's like, oh, well, let me smell that. And you can kind of yeah, you can taste it through you smelling You really it. can. You can still enjoy it even mm -hmm. though you're not consuming it. Mm -hmm. Consuming it by putting it into your mouth. Right. So mm. there is, however, something that I can eat that I brought as well. Tun, tun, tun. Thank you, Terry, for making that. That is extra special and it is so good and uh, yeah. you also um, have taken so many photographs of the show and it's most of your work is in the season one cookbook I would say do you have any favorite experiences or episodes or dishes that you've made one of my favorites I think still was when we were at Mark Bitterman's Oh, <laughs> that ended up being an entire evening. I oh. mean, and sitting at the family table with his family, and I just thought that one. And and that was our first meal, like entire meal. Like he made steak, he made martinis, he made salad, um, and I think that was the first time we'd had all these courses. He was yeah. so know, fascinating to listen to. Mark Bittman? Yeah. And he I is. Am. He's just a wealth of information and he's very entertaining. And yeah. And so I think that was one of my favorites. Plus, it was so delicious. He is uh, Mark Bitterman of Bitterman Salt Company um, and also a place called The Meadow. He's an amazing, smart, intelligent, well traveled mm -hmm. man. That is so much fun. Yeah. I'll have to say that um, when Amher first said he was going to make a beverage, 
he was going to make Mark Bitterman's martinis. Mm-hmm. And I was a little panicked because I clearly remember that he made me a martini on the counter. And I'm not really a martini drinker. And it's just basically straight alcohol. Pretty much. Yeah. And the way he made it was like more, uh, it was it so was strong so that I took one sip and I was instantly lit because what? I was hungry. And I remember um. I had a hard time making it through the show because <laughs> I, and I just kept thinking, focus, 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 because I literally, that I recorded that whole show slightly inebriated. Oh, I remember. Like, wine, oh, I remember. And I was just like, oh hammer, my God. Hold me, hammer. I was just <laughs> hammer, like, so lit. Um, and, and then they made over. another round. And then they made another batch. I'm like, how oh, yeah. I can't You know, so it's pretty funny. If you listen to that episode, I'm sure there are more than a few places but if you listen carefully, you will know that I was lit. I didn't mention it on no, the no, show. No, no, you held it well, very well together. But I, there are a couple places where I slur. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, fun that times. Was a, that was a really fun one. Yeah. And I loved the Sterella sister ones because, because it is, I mean, you know, they're just like these glamour girls. And I know. And you know, you know, the kitchen was big with that big island, and we had oh, all yes. of our dinner. Oh, yeah, Sinyana's house. I know, you're taller than all three of us, and skinny and perfect. And we're oh, just like, no, whatever. Oh, no. We're fine. Oh, we're fine. You're gorgeous. So I was talking, yeah, I was fussing with my hair earlier today. Right? Okay, first of all, I got I put the dress on, and I fixed my hair. And my boyfriend looks at me, and he goes, Are you going somewhere? Because you're wearing a dress, but you haven't done your hair yet. <laughs> like, After you fixed it? I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look at my oh, hair. Oh, no. But Wait, was, did you change it, it after funny. he... Yeah, I'm like, okay, I think maybe I need to revisit it. Oh, and I'm so he was sorry. like, what are you I doing? And I'm like, oh, gorgeous. we're going to go record this thing. And I'm like, and you know Kristen's going to be there? So as soon as she's in the frame, she's like the most beautiful person in the right. frame. Right, exactly. Oh, no, no. So, Please you are so beautiful. Thank you, but you're you all gorgeous. I was so beautiful. You looked amazing when I wore... You still look amazing. To Marty's music kitchen. <laughs> I love your hair long, Joni. Oh, thank you. Well, I love your hair in all incarnations. I shaved it, it always... after the pandemic started, and I have Wow. It's so... <laughs> Wait, you shaved what What part of it? All oh, of it. I, sha- I, sh- I shaved it all up. You did not. Yeah. She did. Three. Fun. So three years later, it's this long? Yeah, yes. she's crazy. Girl You're amazing. Now. I should get it. It's gorgeous. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So yes. I want to get to this dessert because okay. we're, we're coming up on an hour and we're coming up on the end of the okay. show. So um, Kristen, tell us about this other dessert that you so, made us. I miss creamy desserts so much. and so Because I, you don't do dairy. Right. And it, Well, and a lot of other things. Um, so this has a... Normally I use almond flour crust, but I use, this time I used pecan flour. So we'll see how mm. that goes. Um, the interior is primarily, oh, and this is, uh, by the way, a chocolate peanut butter pie. Chocolate so, peanut butter pie. Yes. So. Nummy. How we doing? I'm good. You're jetting your hip out like a professional oh. <laughs> poser. Yeah. She's like, she picks up the pie so I can take a picture and her hip goes out like, it's elegant. She's like, mm, like I a fan. So. Are we bidding on the pie? Is that what we're doing? Oops. I'm like totally right in my microphone. I have crumbs on my mic too. Okay. Oh, so this chocolate peanut butter pie, the, the filling is yes, peanut butter and also sorry. silken tofu. 
as well as, so you can use sugar, you can use better than sugar, which is what I like to use. Uh, it is a sugar substitute that doesn't seem to be real bitter. And, you know, I, I like the flavor, so I hope that you do too. So, oh, and then on the top, there are these crumbled yeah. cookies. Mm. Uh, they're quinoa cookies with chocolate and then baking chocolate. You can make cookies out of quinoa, huh? Yes. Yeah, and fancy. they're delicious. So let's see so how we do. So tofu just to give you like the creamy yes. texture that you crave? Exactly, yes. Uh, creamy is hard to come by sometimes uh, when you have five allergies like me. So I know the first piece isn't going to be pretty. Don't no, worry about it. It's just it's going not. on that my one plate. Can, well, none of them are going to. You want that one then? Yep, okay, dump it. Okay. I, there we go. Yeah, it's. Oh, wow. I think if I were to refrigerate it a little bit longer, it would set up. A yeah, bit well, better, it looks but, good. Yeah. I'm going to taste it. Can I? Because we're getting near the end of the show here. Interest but. anyone in a slice this big, or would you anyone oh, like smaller? My. Yes. Gosh. Yes. I good. I would never. <laughs> No, that is tofu or anything, right, quinoa, yeah. cookie, whatever. My, my dad. Oh my God, I that don't is know so if my, good. Okay, does anyone want like a smaller bit, yes. a bigger bit? No, yeah. take a bigger piece, trust <laughs> me. How's this? Is that okay, or too much? No, that's fine. Okay. Oh, that's so good. But I you feel can, like of that course. Chocolatey, crumbly bit. You mean the oh, chocolate yeah. on the bottom? Like you, need, you need this so one what here. So what yes. did you wind the bottom <laughs> with? That is... Uh, Pecan, uh, pecan flour, like mm -hmm. just a little, little yeah. like this. Okay. But then give me some of that. Mm, the crust, the crust oh, the over crust. there. That has Apparently, the, the crust is very popular. Okay. I'm a crust person. I love crust. Mm, excellent. Mm, okay. Mm, mm. Good. Good. Amber, yeah. what do you think? Don't bother me. I'm eating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am no, not, this is fabulous. I'm not too sure about this. I'm, I'm curious, mm, in fact, oh, about wow. the crust. Mm, because mm -hmm. I think I think I probably prefer, I already know I prefer the almond flour. I'm, I'm telling you, that this is it. so good. good. I mean, I can get this in a restaurant and be very happy with it. Mm -hmm. Good. Excellent. It's yeah, really that was, good. I think I may have... If I'm remembering correctly, I wanted to make a peanut butter pie for my dad, but I also wanted to be able to eat it. I, I don't like cooking things and then not being able to sample them myself. Okay. So you're not going to be is... sniffing the peanut butter pie. <laughs> right, exactly. What yes, are you doing, if I can. Leave me alone, I'm sniffing. <laughs> mm. Well, Terry, what do you mm. think? Mm. Okay. See, she's got her mouth full. Every time. Again. What is it? You wait for my <laughs> mouth to be full and then ask me a question. And Joni, you, know, you took a very small piece, but what do you think? It's really too good. Too sweet, though, huh? No, I think it, no. no. Oh, really? No. It is delicious. Oh, just and the I way love it is. the different textures. I really love things that mm. have a crunch and a softness. Mm. So Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's why it I added really nice the quinoa on top. Going to have to make another. Mm. You said a pecan crust? This is pecan flour, mm. yes. Um, okay. And cocoa. And just like baking soda, salt, margarine, and maple syrup, vanilla. Yeah. And then the interior, tofu, peanut butter, better than sugar, vanilla. Pretty simple. Pretty um, amazing. Good. Yeah. Well, this has been so very fun. I'm mm -hmm. so glad that you all came into my kitchen, the actual Marty's Music Kitchen. <laughs> um, and, you know, this is the most nervous I've been for any show I can remember. And I'm not sure why, <laughs> other than Tom said it was because I was hosting. And usually, 
I'm the guest, right? I, I don't worry about any of that when I go to someone else's home, but I just wanted to look nice, you know, and I wanted you guys to like my kitchen. So, and be comfortable. I love, I love having it. guests. And um, so I'm just so grateful that you wanted to come here and share your memories and your recipes. And you are my MMK, Marty's Music Kitchen family. So, and I love mm -hmm. you all. Thank you so very much for being here tonight. We love you, Marty. We and, love you. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. And thank you, 50 Those episodes. Yeah, woohoo! I love it, 50 episodes. And um, gosh, I hate to wrap it up, but I feel like, well, we gotta kind of wrap it up. And this is your second episode in your kitchen. Because remember when we did Tahira's? Tahira memory. And Tasha. because her kitchen remodel was being delayed, and so you had it here. I did, you're right. This is the second episode I've recorded here. I, I record all the intros and outros here in my office with my podcast, my special mic. But um, you're right, and that was a really special episode too. She made um, like back to weeknight pizza, back mm -hmm. to back, back to school night pizza on pita bread, which was had cheese on it, but it was wheat free. So anyway, thank you guys. Thank I you, appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, thank you. let's just toast uh, one of our final glasses. Uh, here's to another 50 episodes. So cheers, everyone. Say goodbye. Bye bye. 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 I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall. For everything about this podcast, be sure to check out the new website, martysmusickitchen.net. That's M-A-R-T-I-S musickitchen.net with all the recipes from today's show and more. From all of us at Marty's Music Kitchen, here's to 50 incredible episodes and a countless more to come. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen. Cheers.